This true crime case is nuts, and quite honestly, it's pretty scary. Daniel Robinson began acting strange before he became a missing person back in 2021. He made it to work for the day, but he abruptly left without warning, and his car was later found abandoned in a ravine. This may not seem too strange or creepy, but the tracking data that was found on his car's GPS system is what really makes this case bizarre and downright disturbing. Huge thanks to Tara Calico's bike, who compiled this case and posted it to Reddit. If you want to see the original write-up, I'll leave a link in the description. Daniel Robinson was a 24-year-old native of Columbia, South Carolina, who had graduated from the College of Charleston with a major in geology. After landing a job with Matrix New World Engineering, Daniel made the cross-country move to Arizona, beginning work as a geologist on a job site near Buckeye. Daniel was a keen outdoorsman who loved to travel and explore and had a deep passion for music. He was described as a happy-go-lucky guy, a man who loved to engage in conversation with others, and who was extremely close with his family, staying in near constant contact with them. Reportedly, he wouldn't go more than six hours during the day without calling one of his relatives. According to friends and family, and those who knew Daniel, he had begun to act differently in the weeks leading up to his disappearance, with his normal behavior becoming increasingly erratic. Any investigation into his personal life didn't turn up any evidence or any reason why he'd been acting so strangely. He'd made some statements to his parents that they found odd, and one day he left his apartment door wide open, leaving his home and staying out of contact for a large portion of time. This was shortly before Daniel simply vanished and before long became a missing person. Before Daniel's disappearance, he had taken a job as an Instacart shopper in order to make some extra money. During one of his Instacart shopping orders, he had begun to message a woman named Caitlin who had placed the order. When Daniel dropped her groceries and drinks at her home, Caitlin's friend had invited Daniel inside, where Caitlin and Daniel would exchange personal phone numbers. In later text exchanges, it would show that Daniel had shown up to Caitlin's house several times unannounced, and she would express to Daniel how uncomfortable this had made her. On June 20th, 2021, Daniel would text Caitlin that he loved her. This was obviously rather unexplained because Daniel didn't really even know this woman. Investigators weren't able to pinpoint why he had done this, but this was simply another example of his strange behavior in the days leading up to his unsolved disappearance. Caitlin responded by saying, quote, Honestly, you showing up at my house unannounced made me extremely uncomfortable. I will not be home today, but I don't see us hanging out anytime soon. Daniel then said, I'm outside your place. Caitlin responded, Please stop doing that. I'm not even home. This is not okay. Daniel then asked, do you hate me? Caitlin said that she didn't, but she did ask Daniel to leave her alone. Daniel responded, I'll either see you again or I'll never see you again. On June 23rd, 2021, Daniel would arrive at his work site in Buckeye at 9am. He was met by his co-worker Ken Elliott to assess a remote drill site in the desert, and it was their very first day meeting. Keep in mind that this was a hot summer day in Arizona, with temperatures rising to 115 during the day, and little to no shade out in the desert. Ken says that when Daniel arrived, everything was fine, 
They discussed the weather and the job, but within a matter of minutes, Ken said that Daniel's demeanor changed from pleasant to distracted. After that, he began to notice some disturbing changes in Daniel's personality. It seemed as though Daniel was hiding a dark secret or something had gone wrong. Daniel instantly transformed into a very scary person. Ken said, quote, he was just looking off into the desert. He had a very, very distant look in his eye. Whenever he'd turn around again, I would look at him and into his eyes. The first thing I thought was drugs or something, but his pupils weren't dilated. From that standpoint, everything appeared to be normal. Then I thought this was a medical condition or something. I wasn't too sure. I kept watching him, but he just kept turning around and looking off into the desert. Ken reported that Daniel began to ask him things that didn't make any sense, such as asking Ken if he wanted to go back to Phoenix to rest. After about 15 minutes of this, Daniel then waved goodbye to his coworker, turned around, walked away, and got into his Jeep. Ken says, quote, Then he just turned around and walked back over to his Jeep, and I assumed he was going to get something out of his vehicle. And he opened the door, got in, sat down, put on his seatbelt, then he looked at me and just waved at me and backed up and took off. Assuming that Daniel hadn't been feeling well and needed to leave suddenly, Kenneth phoned their employer to let them know what had happened, assuming Daniel would call them as well, letting them know that he was sick. After a few hours, when no one had heard from him, Kenneth went investigating around the job site. He found Daniel's Jeep tracks not heading in the direction back towards town, but instead heading further into the desert. Kenneth said at this moment his heart sank. He realized Daniel hadn't gone home and something was very wrong. Daniel was soon reported as a missing person, and his family back in South Carolina were informed. Police were quick to jump on the case and try to solve this unexplained disappearance. However, with little evidence to go on, this wouldn't be an easy case to solve. Buckeye Police Department began a search of the desert using ATVs, search dogs, boots on the ground, and drones flying overhead to find any trace of Daniel. The search covered over 70 square miles. Nothing was discovered for nearly a month, when on July 19th, a rancher stumbled across Daniel's Jeep in a ravine just a few miles from his work site. His Jeep had crashed onto its side and had significant damage, and whoever was driving the vehicle had worn their seatbelt at the time. Inside the vehicle, investigators found Daniel's wallet, keys, a bottle of water, and strangely, the clothes that Daniel was last seen wearing. There was no blood in the Jeep or any evidence of foul play. On July 31st, the search uncovered a human skull. This skull was determined to not belong to Daniel, and it's still unknown who the skull actually belongs to. Other bones were uncovered, but all of these were deemed to be animal remains. Once the investigators retrieved the vehicle and were able to thoroughly search it, they learned that the vehicle had been in multiple accidents after it had driven away from the worksite, but before it had landed into the ravine. Evidence determined that the vehicle had crashed with the airbags deploying, Yet, the car was driven another 11 miles deeper into the desert, where it was involved in yet another crash. According to GPS data, the first crash was four hours after Daniel left the worksite. After the first accident, the ignition was turned at least 46 more times before it drove the additional 11 miles. Yet, the vehicle would be discovered only a few miles away from the job site, in a place that had already previously been searched. 
Police believe that due to the rough terrain that the vehicle was not visible to searchers by air or foot. On November 9th, it was reported that a second set of human remains were discovered. These remains were sent for DNA testing to compare against Daniel, but it's unknown what that determination was. However, due to the determined race of the remains found, as well as the length of time that they had been in the desert, investigators were led to believe that these sets of remains were not Daniel. Daniel has never been seen again, and no trace of him has ever been discovered after the vehicle was found. Daniel's father has been instrumental in the search for his son. He travels to Arizona quite often, putting on searches of his own. These searches would be conducted every weekend with volunteers searching not only the desert area around the work site, but amongst the homeless population in Tempe, Arizona, where Daniel was living at the time. Tempe and Buckeye are about 50 miles apart, and the family also hired an accident reconstructionist, as well as a private investigator, hoping to point them towards what may have happened to their son. Sadly, these searches have recently been suspended due to a lack of funds. If they were to start up again, they're eager to have as many volunteers as possible. If you're local to the area, that is, and would like to help search for Daniel. The family believes that Daniel may have disappeared due to foul play, and they believe that the vehicle was dumped in the area that it was found to throw off the search. Now, there's no real evidence that may suggest this, at least none that's been definitively proven, but that's just the family's gut feeling. In reality, no one has any idea what happened to Daniel or where he may have gone. Because of this, his case simply remains unsolved. But that's the video for today, you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, be sure to hit that like button. If you loved it, maybe consider sharing, subscribing, or clicking that blue join button below to really show your support for the channel. But my name is Ty Knotts. You guys have been lovely, and I'll catch you in the next video.